0: write a really good buyer. Yeah. yeah don't hide don't, don't hide exactly. yes we want to know you hello hustlers.
1: hustlers welcome to that freelance life podcast the show where we discuss the how-tos the ins and outs and highs and lows of creative freelance life in london i'm britney
2: beebe and i'm Harris Stockwell. and we're creative freelancers here to guide you please note we do recommend you try this at home
1: welcome back to that freelance life podcast guys what's up hello hello so today's episode is all about working with recruiters, or rather, getting them to work with you, for you,
2: <laughs> for you. So one way to get gigs, you know, is through people you know, or word of mouth is great. Um, creating a network, I have spoken about in uh, previous episodes. Uh, cold emailing agencies or people on LinkedIn also really works. But another way is through recruiters, of course. And the thing with recruiters is that you want
1: to get them to kind of do the work for you. That sounds a little bit cheeky, but that's their job and they make commission on every, every person that they place. You need to keep that in mind. So in order to do that, you need to give them everything that they need. Give them your portfolio in as many ways as you can. Make sure you meet with them. Meet them face to face, don't just email people. Let them have a better idea of who you are and the skill set that you are and the personality that is behind the work that you do.
2: Yeah, personality is really a good selling point, and then you can only really do that if you meet in person.:
1: Exactly, because what you really want to do is you want to stay top of mind for them. The people that they remember first are generally the people that they will put forward for jobs.
2: And it's good to send an email or call each week just to like update them about your availability. You know, like send, you can even try stay top of mind by sending something funny like a weather report, which you might hear about later on in this episode. Exactly. So there's loads and
1: loads of different creative recruitment agencies in London. Some will specialize only in freelancers. Some do everything. You want to look at places like Major Players, The Fixed Creative, AtQuent, Creative Recruitment, Sphere London, New Creative Talent, uh daniel marks is another one there's so many the list goes on and on we could sit here all day listing recruiters you know what's, some, what's something that's really interesting though is that neither harriet nor i have ever gotten work through recruiters i think
2: i got a job once oh, really? and that was at the guardian job I oh, the got very first one the very first one yes but since then yeah nada nada but you know,
1: it's not to say that recruiters aren't good maybe it's to say we we aren't that great <laughs> <laughs> no we're great um yeah, I guess it's there's just such a huge pool. But the more lines in the water, the better your chance of getting a job.
2: Absolutely. But, you know, it's good to be on a few of their books. Uh, and it really does spread your chances of work. And invest in the ones that are investing in you. So if you are finding you're getting work through people, that's amazing. And kind of stay with them. Make them your best bud. Yeah. Maybe even sometimes I've seen when I've visited recruiters, people bring them donuts.
1: Yeah. A bottle of Prosecco goes a long way, yo. Exactly. Um, You know, this isn't to say just because Harriet and I haven't had jobs through recruiters that other people haven't. We also know loads of other people who have got lots of work through recruiters. It, I guess it just depends on what they need at the time and who they've got in their books.
2: Yeah. And also how long you've been away working on other contracts for that Definitely. you haven't been keeping in touch and things like that. So we highly suggest that from the time that you begin freelancing,
1: open up a Google Doc or some sort of spreadsheet and list all the different recruiters that you're working with, the person that you speak with, as well as their contact details. And then also make sure that you keep note of whether they have a general um, sort of freelancer's email. Often recruitment agencies will have an email address like freelance at uh, acquaint or something like that and that email that you send to will go out to everyone who recruits for freelance jobs in their team which is a great way to get lots of lions in the water at once
2: and it's also really great because when your friends or you know someone who has gone freelance i mean Brittany and i basically have this google doc that we share we update it all the time and we've had friends that have kind of been like oh do you have any contacts and we just forward them this contact sheet yeah. and it's great it's kind of like a little black book Totally. And I got it
1: from another freelancer who was a lot older than me and had had way more experience than me. And it was really helpful. And I've now shared it on.
2: And we've also added our agency contacts as well. So basically anybody who you've been getting work through resource managers, things like that. Create that little black book for yourself it's it's really helpful when you do then suddenly aren't working and you just need to touch base with everyone exactly
1: so i think the most disheartening thing when it comes to working with recruiters is that unfortunately sometimes you just feel like a number and that you're a little bit forgotten about but not everyone is like this not all recruiters operate like that And this is one of the reasons that we chatted to the brilliant Bonnie Harold today. So she's partner of Liz H Recruitment and founder of Genie, an AI talent agent for freelance creators and designers. Bonnie has been involved in the creative recruitment industry for over 20 years with her mom, Liz Harold, founding the business over 30 years ago.
2: Bonnie was actually one of the first recruiters that I'd met when I moved to London three years ago. Really? And yeah, and what really stuck out to me was that personal level that I got engaged with. I met Bonnie face to face and I met uh, Christian who works for her and I just felt like I was accepted uh, on this really personal level and with kindness and had been really felt like I'd been seen, you know, and I wasn't just another number, but I was really human and this is really important when you are connecting with recruiters and wanting them to promote you. And it's actually what inspired Jeannie, uh, this future of recruitment. It's an AI chatbot, And it's not just like any other platform that's trying to recruit f- for you through tech, but really it's this personal one-to-one where she has your back and makes you smile along the way essentially finding work that you want so you don't really have to hustle about for it that's brilliant so for all the tips and tricks of the trade of getting the work you want we're so glad to have on the show bonnie Bonnie harold Hello, Bonnie. It's so uh, good to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate. Thank this. you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. I think we're just going to get straight into it yeah. and uh, Let's hopefully, do it. you know, help some people out there with how to get jobs through recruiters. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So run us through what it is that you do um, for a living.
0: Okay. So I am I'm a headhunter and a recruiter of creatives and i started oh probably about 20 years ago at my mother's firm which is liz h oh, amazing and um and over the years have worked with everything from juniors straight out of college through to ecds um and uh, and everything in between finding jobs for those people permanent freelance um Oh, I
1: love it. You literally like, you got it from your mama. Yeah, you got it from your
0: mama.
1: <laughs> um, so what is the process when a creative reaches out to you? So how do you take them onto your books and then land them a job?
0: Okay. Um, so I guess generally speaking, creatives will pick up the phone or send me an email. Um that's those that want to get in contact with me obviously the other part of my job is to seek out talent so um we you know we have a mixture of people that are uh, on our books if you want to call it that um that we have either met through recommendations or they have come directly to us or as i say we've kind of gone out to them um and then You know, the traditional headhunting way is we meet people, we get to know people, we learn about them and their work and their aspirations and where they want to go. Um, And, uh, you know, we know our clients super well, so we know what kind of people they're attracted to. And traditionally, we would get a brief from a client, an agency, and then we would seek out the best people for that brief. That's kind of the old way, but actually... um, We started something called Genie, which is particularly aimed at the freelance world. And we have looked at the process of finding work for freelancers. um, And we figured there had to be a better way. So we kind of pulled apart all of the, the traditional ways of doing it and decided there must be some tech we can apply to this. And we never actually set out to build a chatbot, but that's exactly what we did.
1: Yeah, it was so good. Well, I love that though because the idea wasn't well. Let's build a chatbot that can do the job for us or whatever. It was here's the problem, let's find a solution, and that yeah. became the solution for you.
0: Yes, and we thought it was the best solution because it was a conversation, and that's where everything starts. Yeah, that's you know that's our job. Um, in a nutshell, is to talk to people and really understand what you know what it is that makes them tick um what it is that makes them unique and creative in their own way um and what they want to get out of a creative project
1: okay great and and if a person wanted to be on a recruiter's books what is the best way for them to contact a recruiter
0: um i guess email or pick up the phone um and and meet them, you know. That's that's where we always start. We we want to meet people, um, but I, again, I think when when we set out to to um, to try and disrupt the whole process and look at how to make it better, um, we decided that actually the best way we believe for creatives to uh, get work is you guys having to constantly seek out work, yeah. whereas actually what we've kind of done is turned it on its head with Jeannie and the work finds you. Yeah, which is so great because that's, that's what I need to
2: articulate. <laughs> <I think> that's, <laughs> that's That's a perfect way. That's it. Because okay. honestly, like I've been spending my entire week this week hustling, looking for work okay. when we could, when it would be so good for someone like Jeannie i be on and just pops a message and says, hey Harriet, got something for you and i'll be like hello thank you yeah um which is great you know but i know i'm in the beginning when i first started two years ago i met you in person and it was so great to meet in person and you get to understand them. i get to understand what you're looking for what i'm looking for and and i think that face to face was really helpful yeah um, and and i know now like we do emailing um a lot and i guess still if we don't have the access to Genie all the time and we're still trying to like get out there, yeah. um, what would you say like is the best, like email practices for freelancers trying to get in touch with with recruiters or trying to get work, you know? Often I think we make mistakes in emails and then they just
0: get ignored. Yeah, they do, they do. And and recruiters get, you know, hundreds of emails. Um, I think keep the message really short and sweet. Yeah. And, you know, um, personal, but... To the point, actually, I think yeah. um it's about the work, and you know a, a a nicely written short email saying, "Please take a look at my work is kind of gonna kind of gonna do it yeah, I mean it, we, you know weve sure. we, we've had all sorts of things come through they, there was a team who um used to have to uh, send through a, a you know an, an email every Friday, which was essentially a weather report. And I, I can't remember whether the sun or, or the rain represented the, the blank days, but you know, it was like, it was sweet and it was great. They had to do that because they were hustling for work. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a they were constantly awesome. trying to find ways to alert their recruiters yeah. to the days that they, you know, they were busy on or not busy. It was, it was that. effective, it was effective. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I think hustling for work is, is the hardest thing for freelancers.
2: Totally. So but well, I, love, I love that idea of what they did because I guess it st- stood out. It yeah. did. And ultimately, we want to stand out amongst the sea of emails I'm sure you get every single day, which is chaos. Totally. Um, And in that sea of emails, we're often sending loads of portfolios. And I guess, what is the best way for someone to send your portfolio so that it gets noticed? Is it
0: PDF, email? What is like, Website, I think a website. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, look. Ha- however, however, your work is best displayed. Yeah. Um, it, it's. I guess the most effective way is a website. Um, and a, and a and a nice introduction from you, but um, that's again that's you know that that's sort of one of the many injustices we felt when we created Genie was that you know it's it's hard it's a yeah. full time job looking for work yeah um and constantly having to update your availability you know and many creators don't necessarily want to do that they kind of don't want to announce to the world they're available you know and obviously there's a place for linkedin and there's a place for the these other platforms but um yeah i mean it's it's quite tough having it's to tough kind and of it's announce
2: also desperation. I feel well, sometimes it's a bit of
0: a shop window kind of approach, isn't it? And um, yeah, I I don't think maybe with particularly with creative people that's necessarily going to you know showcase you and 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 what you can do. Hundred um, percent, yeah.
1: So, what is it about a creative that makes them stay? top of mind for you what makes them stand out and and causes you to be like yes i know that person that it is perfect for this job
0: um well look you know when you've been doing this for um the number of years i have there's always going to be people that stick in your head um whether it's something hilarious they've said or a piece of work that you particularly love or um you know but we love meeting creative creative people and hearing about you know all these wonderful things, but we're only human and we can't we can't actually remember everything um so you know we tend to be when you say how do you find the the best person for the job well you know that's that's actually down to what you what you can remember it might be because somebody's phoned you yesterday it might be um it might be because they've just sent the weather report so they're available um but you know, this is, this is again, this is why we we felt this is unfair. And we had to kind of um, develop something that we could put all the information into. And then actually that piece of tech can find you. So with Genie, um, so long as we have, you know, the whole picture and we, uh, and, and, and with Genie, that's, that's not just about your work and your, you know, previous experiences, everything it takes into account, your, passion projects, your side hustles, um, you know, all of those other things. And then that information, the clever part of Genie is that when a brief comes in, it might be for a, I don't know, a fashion expert, it might be for um, a a copywriter with uh, with comedy skills. Um, But, you know, from asking the client and picking apart the brief and what they really want, Genie then can find, the person in mm. in minutes in seconds actually. Amazing. I think it was. I think it was seven minutes was the record, and we went in to see um, a company. It was actually Vice, and um, they had a. They actually said, "Okay, well, if we're going to do a demo, let's do a real demo." Mm. And um, we do actually have a need, and so they put the questions into you know Ginny asked the questions. They put the brief in, and then by the time we left the meeting we had found them Amazing. Uh, it, was a, it was a copywriter but um and i can't i won't go into the details of that yeah. brief but it 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 answered the brief yeah. Brilliant. um and and the more i guess with the
2: ai the more it's operating and working with you the more it's learning more about you is yeah. that how it's working
0: yes yeah exactly it's,
2: it's growing itself as it learns is that
0: yeah so the more yeah. the more you interact with it um the more it will learn what's right what's not right yes. um and yeah so if you say you are interested in a particular brief then that's something that genie will learn you'll like to see more of yeah. if you say no to a brief genie will ask you why and that might be i don't know a number of yeah. reasons it might be that's a brand you're not, you don't feel as I don't know ethically right to work on, or it might be you don't you know maybe you've got enough of that experience in your book and you don't want to work on that. It might yep. be a, an agency culture thing. Who knows? But it's it's to try and learn what's yeah what's right for you
2: to serve you the best the best job, jobs and projects out there, which is so so good, and then we don't have to hustle anymore. I know. <laughs> <Authority>, Yeah. <laughs> that's the, the idea the future the of idea. seeing the future because one thing that I've come across um, this week particularly in my hustle is a lot of recruiters actually post on LinkedIn
0: yeah
2: and you're already on their books so I don't really understand then why am I why do they post on LinkedIn looking for people when they have so many people on their books
0: it's lazy was it lazy <laughs> okay I think I mean we would never do that yeah that's just not the way um i don't believe yeah. is the right way to help you.
2: cuz then you get everybody like trying to fight for fight for the job yeah yeah i think it can be really um
1: disheartening as well when you see i mean we you know we're not silly there are a lot of creatives in this industry that are freelance but it can also be really disheartening when you see so many people commenting on a job and also disheartening when you you know that you've had amazing conversations with the recruiter in the past and you've you've met them for coffees and you've had great chats and then, you know, they ghost you. <laughs> really. Well, yeah. well they post on LinkedIn. You're yeah. Or
0: like, they post just on LinkedIn. Yesterday. You're like, yeah, <laughs> what? That's, that's that's not that's not good behavior.
2: Yeah. Um I guess then the next the next question on on, on that then is well, I think you've probably touched touched on it, is who do you then choose to put forward for the job? So just going back to that uh, experience I had this week of seeing something posted on LinkedIn, messaging them to apply for it, and then they saying, um, I don't really actually have anything suited for you at the moment, and I was like, I wouldn't have applied for it if I didn't think I was suited. So mm-hmm. how do you then put someone forward for a job?
0: okay so I, I guess um, the old way would be uh, our black book of creatives and and you know what's in their book as much as as much as we can note down and remember um, stuff that you've said to us um, you know our conversations and the, the old way was hard and the new way is that actually we you know, it's the agency's choice. What we can do is you know, put in as, as as much information to uh to Jeannie about you. Yeah. So take we take into consideration what you've done, we take into consideration the things that you want to do. Um, your your you know, your 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 genuine creative skills, but there might be other things to you that perhaps um you know, the, the old way would be it's your gut. It's yeah. your gut telling you, right? that you're right for that. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily the agency gonna turn around and say that's right. Yeah. Because we can't second guess what they want. Yes. But we can present a shortlist of the best people to them. And then the decision is theirs based on, you know, a number of factors that are beyond our control. Okay, so you do shortlist. So how many people will we put into a shortlist? So, well. In the old way, I mean, like. In the old way? Yeah. In the old way, it's it's look, it's whoever's whoever's available. You know the the Friday afternoon panic. Yeah. Um. We get the call from from the the, the traffic manager, and it's like go. And this is after they've probably gone through their kind of packet fag packet black book <laughs> kind of list of uh, you know go to people. Yeah. Um. And only at that point, when they've exhausted all other possibilities, do we get the Friday afternoon call. So it it, it was it was totally inefficient. Um, and then you do all the ringing around and you talk to the people that you felt were right. They'll probably be busy because it's Friday afternoon. Um, and yeah, none of that none of that worked. Hmm. So uh, the the process with Genie is that you know if there's nobody available, well. Actually, the client's going to know that within minutes, rather than it take a whole day to yeah. establish that yeah. there's 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 nobody available. Um, it goes to a um, it goes to a number of people. It could be anything between I don't know ten and twenty, possibly possibly more, depending on how tight the brief is. But then it will curate that list of people, the short list, back to the client.
2: Amazing. in real time okay. yeah that's brilliant so what so is taking normally recruiters a whole day to kind of get the short list is yeah. just doing it in seconds
0: in seconds yeah, yeah literally great. um and i think it waits till it has um um i think it's three is the minimum so it's had three responses those portfolios and their profiles start getting fed back to the client brilliant and then, as more people respond, they'll drop in. But Genie will curate that order with the people that it feels are most right at the top. Yeah. And I mean, if it's if it's doing its job right, there probably shouldn't be um, more than four, five, because it's you know it it aims to bring the right people to the table, yeah. Yeah, rather really than it. rather than yeah, just who is available um the other thing that we have which is quite interesting is um a wild card so the wild card could be um let's say the agency asks for a middleweight art director or a middleweight team but actually there's somebody who's very senior um who has the perfect experience or has got so you know so much experience on that particular category um might be a little bit over their budget although we actually never ask what their budget is because okay. we believe everybody has uh you know a, a day rate and that gets shown to the client once those portfolios have been fed through um but the wildcard is a really great way just to kind of you know mix Mix it up a bit yeah yeah Yeah. and sometimes you know sometimes what they say they want isn't necessarily what they end up going for and again we only know that because of the years of you know working on these freelance briefs in the kind of panic situation um and sometimes they go with somebody who is a complete surprise and actually it doesn't necessarily represent what what they asked for initially.
2: Yeah, we all know when the, the clients want something. Sometimes they don't know what they want until they see it. Yeah. And once they see that, and that's great that you guys put that wild card forward because it also gives then other people a chance, which this week didn't happen for me because they don't have the ability of Genie to say, well, she's a wild card. Let's see. She doesn't exactly <laughs> well, have the stats. But... It, it
0: might be somebody who, um, let's say, knows masses about sport, but's never worked on a sports brand. Yeah, exactly. Perfect, you perfect
2: know. example. Perfect examples. That's exactly what happened this week. Yeah. And yeah. then they like, just don't put you forward, which is uh, just, I'm like, you can clearly see that I can design and I can art direct. And it's just any... Br- the a true designer or art director or creative of any kind gets a brief and is able to adapt their skills for that brief yeah. and that's why sometimes we get frustrated when we don't get put forward for a job because we don't have that p- very very particular particular like piece in our portfolio but yeah. that doesn't mean we can't do it yeah that's what i get frustrated with and yeah. maybe on to like Brittany's next point um you want to make yeah yeah no for sure
1: so i mean this again is probably a thorn in my own side um what happens when you really want to sort of move your work into a different direction that you want to be booked for um how can you help people to do that so for instance i get booked for quite a lot of design jobs but i'm also an art director and i would prefer to pick up more art direction jobs so is there a way that you can help people in that regard
0: yeah i think i think it's difficult but you have to somehow show that the the art direction is yeah important to you so it's is a little bit chicken and egg isn't absolutely it? um you may have to i mean you may have to do some work on the side that's perhaps not you know not gone live just to kind of show how you think
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah i i mean you're asking people to give you a a go on maybe an area that you don't have huge amounts of experience on but quite often in the freelance world it's a problem that needs to be solved right now right now yeah so um again i mean that that's kind of where the world card option with genie might swing it your way but yeah it's um I guess you have to prove it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's probably where Genie allowing you to to use your sort of passion projects and side projects and, you know, that kind of work really comes into play.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it looks at the whole you rather than just you know, your experience, what you've what you've what you have worked on. Yeah,
1: the work that's gone live the work or that's into gone live. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And hopefully there'll be a new feature coming with um the next iteration which you know takes into into consideration into consideration even more the the live aspects so um when responding to a brief if there's something particularly relevant for that brief um whether it be you know a a highlight in your book or it could be something that you've done outside of work then you can actually feed that through in the process rather than it be something that um, I would have to remember.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So to talk about money, honey, um, <laughs> do you guide new freelancers on on how much to charge and and what a day rate should be, or or how they can sort of get their foot in the door the door with charging? I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are. I guess. Um, ballpark figures for you know the level of creative that you are um junior middleweight senior okay. cd level
1: what would what would people be earning in those sort of those brackets those different brackets just a roundabout sort of figure
0: so i guess with middleweight it could be the lighter end of middleweight or you could be pushing towards the more senior end of middleweight so probably between 275 for very light up to 350 375 depending on how middle yeah. yeah to senior or how senior not so senior um and then i guess from from 350 up to 400 senior um and then from 400 onwards you're looking at senior um creative director senior to think. creative director and then i mean yeah i guess from uh, CD ECD level, you know, it can go up really? considerably wow. higher. Yes, this is actually just oh, like. No wait, well, yeah. how much
1: do ECDs earn if they're freelance? I've
0: got to have goals here. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you you know, there's the sort of consultancy fees level okay, as well. Um, so from I guess six to wow, I mean, some people might charge a th- thousand a day, but this yeah. we don't see many of those those kind of day rates anymore
2: yeah i was like well my question was gonna say was one one thing i've been thinking about a lot is how many actually like cds and ecds do you kind of have in comparison uh, to, like, in comparison or, yeah. or
1: copywriters or art directors or always think like how far designers. can we go
2: as freelancers before like it dries up when you get that senior how many are out there that are freelance cds and ecds
0: Okay so on on our genie platform we probably have um i'd say about 50% would i oh, said okay. yeah yeah i mean it's okay. there's 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 a good range of mids to seniors yeah and then CD level upwards. Oh, that's good. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Okay, that okay. gives me hope. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Thank God. I'm like, I care. I want to be a freelancer for a while. So I was like, how am I going to maintain when you get so senior? Is people still hiring that senior? But yeah, I mean,
0: great. you know what? The other interesting thing about um, about growing as a freelancer is you need to keep your book growing. Yeah. And so you know that's so important to keep the work fresh in yeah. your book. Hundred percent. Um, and so that means um you've gotta kind of you've gotta you've gotta get those jobs that actually allow you to make the work. Yes as well. Which sometimes you can freelance for a couple of weeks and
2: leave with nothing to put in because yeah. you're just a filler. Yeah. And a lot of pitch tough.
1: work as well, a lot of pitch work where you all wanna pitch and then not make the project or yeah. something.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> it's yeah, you need to get a balance. Definitely. Yeah. Um and kind of the
2: a question of then what do recruiters kind of take as a cut? what's like the general standard percentage when a freelancer gets put forward for a job? Is it that they always gonna get their day rate and then you're kind of adding on top of that or do they get cut into that?
0: It varies so um we have traditionally taken um our bits separately, so whatever your you know whatever your day rate is, that's what you get, yeah, and you invoice that um our bit comes afterwards and we keep it completely separate. Oh cool. Um again with Genie because obviously we're applying tech to this process um we have you know the 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 fee that we take is considerably cheaper than probably most recruiters out there because we're able to. Yeah. Um and we've made it a, a a a much more economically efficient process. So our, our cut with Genie would be 12.5% of the day rate. Oh, Added
2: cool. on top of. Added on, yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah, yeah I think, well, generally, we've always just managed to get, like, our day rate, but we've never really known, like, how much recruiters then, because you have to make money at the end of the day as well, so. Totally. <laughs> like, how are they making money? <laughs> and, and, like, what,
1: in terms of, of other recruitment
2: agencies, do you know
1: anywhere that goes much, much higher than that, or...
0: Um, I think it would probably vary between 15 and 20 okay, okay. yeah generally yeah generally.
2: yeah I guess we're just going to chat a little bit about you know when agencies come to you as recruiters and they're looking for freelancers and just how they go about doing that Um, I understand now you know they would come to you and maybe you could explain how Jeannie kind of inputs that but how do agencies come with the brief that then you then go about finding the right creative
0: i think as i said before it's kind of the choking moment Mm. we tend to get the call um sometimes we get some advance warning and um and those briefs are great but but yeah it's usually creative services would pick up the phone to us um and explain the problem and
1: and when you say creative services is that resource managers resource managers. um,
0: okay cool yeah um and share with us what their ECD has, you know, needs for this particular project. With Jeannie, every agency or every client that comes, because we have some brands too, are profiled. So we would create a profile for the agency and we'd create profiles for the candidates. Um, and Jeannie would just ask them very simple questions. what What is it you need? And they're prompted to put um, the level that they need, the skill that they need, and then the all-important sell. Mm. So that's when they have to entice the talent out there to take notice of their brief. And it's like the elevator pitch. You know, why would they stop doing what they're doing to come and work here? So that's that's the really important bit that the client has to do. Yeah. yeah, um, That's
2: quite nice now that agencies are almost selling themselves to you instead of exactly the other way around. Because <laughs> I'm so used to reading
1: the recruiters posting those sort of jobs and they're like, I've got a great client. It's this and that. And they all sort of sound the same yeah. eventually. Yeah. Like, who? Which client? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I think it must be so much nicer having the clients actually do it themselves.
0: So that's... That's kind of the bit that's got to attract the talent. Again, through a series of questions. So it might be that they want them to have um, amazing social expertise. Um, It might be for a brand where they have to attract a youth audience. They'll be taken through again, a sort of series of questions to prompt what they need. They can also add their own skill if they want to. Um, And then that information within seconds will be sent out to the right people within Genie.
2: And on Genie, do you have a range of creatives? So not just like teams or art directors, copywriters, there's like UI and graphics and illustrators. Do you have a range so we, like that?
0: We started off with a kind of core pool of people, which were mostly art directors, copywriters and, and teams, conceptual. Um, we are just building out design now. Oh, which is which is going to be great yeah and i mean i think we have we have probably about 500 talent users oh, wow. that um are the majority of those people are obviously ones that we know or we have we have sought out for their work and now for us it's very much about working with agencies that sign up to uh understand where our holes might be hmm. so if there's a sort of trend towards more content makers creators more of those um ux designers you know those we need to kind of understand where the holes are and then work hard to make sure we fill those absolutely great
2: and then you can offer a full full range Range. yeah brilliant um and do agencies give you a budget
0: they they yeah i mean that's that's something again that we kind of we, we looked at all the briefs um from the from history and you know we felt that that was so limiting when they give you a, a budget it automatically narrows the pool narrows mm. the pool down and inevitably um if somebody's presented that is higher than the budget but that person can do the job possibly even in half the time mm. um then they'll go fight you know fight for the money from from the fd so when we were building Genie, we decided that actually we wouldn't, that wasn't going to be one of the questions that we asked.
2: Oh, that's and great. That the,
0: the agency, when they're briefing, we thought, no, let's go to the right person first or the right people and yeah. they will have their day rate. That's,
2: that's so, so great. great oh,
1: I'm like... doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens at the end of a project? So you've grabbed a freelancer or Genie's actually gotten a freelancer and got them put into a position and their time has come to an end and it's finished do the agencies actually give you any feedback on the freelancers that you place with them
0: yes yes again that's something that we felt was you know fundamental really to to the talent and their development so um that's something we're going to build into genie awesome
2: And in the old days, would they would they feed back and say, oh, I love Never. that person or I hate that person? Never. Never. Well, really? rarely. <gasps> really. It's so nice to get feedback, no but I guess like maybe they just don't think about it.
0: It's so important.
2: Yeah. yeah. So important. Like you said, for the creatives development, also for you guys to know the kind of people that you're putting on Genie, yeah. that you're recruiting for, that are representing your name in a sense. So, exactly. Totally.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so why do agencies need freelancers in general, actually? like What is the industry, what's happening in the industry now with PERM versus freelance?
0: I think a few years ago, there was a big shift in departments having to pull in people with different skill sets because of the demands the clients were making. I think as there's been less retained business and um, a more project-based business, it's been very hard for agencies to maintain the department that they had and i think actually you know the creative briefs have 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 changed quite a lot over the years and i think um the way our industry is and the way the way the media is i think they pull in people with very variable skill sets according to what the current need is yeah. on different different clients I think, you know, it's not one size fits all. I think departments are varying shapes and sizes of creative people now. Um, And so the freelance world kind of caters for that quite nicely. And also, I think generally speaking, you know, people are changing the way they work and, you know, mothers coming back to work um, and not just mothers, fathers too. You know, it's, I think, um, people are wanting a much more flexible way of working. So, yeah, so we saw a huge sort of shift in that and subsequently kind of had to adapt to the way we work. Um, Do you feel like you're getting more
2: freelancers now? People are going more freelance now. People are choosing. Yeah. People are,
0: are choosing to go freelance. And freelance, you know, used to be a bit of a dirty word. Oh, really? It? And it's like, yeah. yeah. And I And, well, not a dirty word, but it was very much like, you know, freelancers coming into the department would be doing the mopping up kind yes, of jobs. Yeah. Whereas that's not the case anymore. People are being pulled in with, you know, a, a very valuable ingredient that yes. they need, um, or for a specific project.
2: Yeah, something that's vital to the project. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. And do so, you think
2: um have you noticed any shift from uh in house to agency? So in-house out a brand to agency yeah
0: very much so that's, a, that's another big shift that we've yeah. seen um, and actually you know many of the brands that we work with are people that have left the agency side to go uh, to the brand side and that's kind of you know how it's going to continue I imagine
2: yeah it's quite uh, I read an article the other day how so many brands are just pulling the creative inside because it's cheaper yeah They can control it better, um, and they can do what they what they need without going through almost like a middleman.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is putting putting teams around particular projects. Yeah, it'll be
2: interesting to see the growth of agencies versus brands over the next few years. I guess. Well, that
1: probably leads us perfectly into chatting properly about Genie. I mean, we've mentioned it a couple of times, but. Do you want to just kind of take us through what Genie is, how it came about, um, and yeah, how I guess how it operates?
0: So Genie is a chat bot. We felt was the best way to have a, a one-to-one conversation with our with our talent users. It's a bot with soul. You know, we kind of we wanted to really pull in all those values that you know having worked at Liz H for you know twenty odd years um we wanted whatever we built to have the Liz H kind of integrity I guess running through its veins
1: so this leads us really well into the next question which is let's just chat about Genie. so who or what is Genie? how did it come to be um how did you come up with the idea for it how does it make life easier for creatives um
0: pitch it to us yeah, okay. <laughs> um so when I when I started working in uh, creative headhunting um, many many moons ago, um, I I joined Liz H, which was my my mother's business, um, and I started working with juniors and chatting to them uh, straight out of college really, and listening to all their worries and concerns, and helping them get placements into the industry and finding them mentors to talk to, um, and I kind of learned how to be around creatives from, from working with my mother who has, you know, she built her business up from, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40 years of working with creatives Wow! through, you know, through, um, through the seventies and eighties. And then, um, as the, as time moved on and I ended up, you know, those juniors that I was working with became many ECDs and um, running their agencies of their own. I think <laughs> it's so
1: interesting that you have seen people go from fresh out of college yeah. and to, row to become all the like, ECDs and things. I think it's amazing.
0: Yeah. That's,
2: that's magic. I was to, just thinking to, in my that. head as you
0: said that. like, that's so cool. So when we decided to create Genie, we wanted it to represent the way we have worked for Many, many years as headhunters, sort of replicate that process, but also bring into it, um, you know, all the values and integrity and passion for creative people um, that we've learned through the Liz H. business. And the Liz H. business has nurtured the young creatives fresh out of college, you know, right through their careers to starting new agencies so to suddenly bring technology into that fold it was really important for us that we didn't just lose those values and you know that history so um genie is actually my mother's middle name as ah, well i was Amazing. gonna say like so where the
2: name comes from
0: we wanted it to you know really represent yeah um, everything you've everything learned everything we've learned yeah, yeah. So her real name was was Jean, and we kind of took that name and thought if it's going to be a bot that is kind of an embodiment of us and what we do, yeah. we would quite like it to have an, a a human name.
2: Definitely. So for sure. that's
0: where Jeannie came about, and um, and we're really pleased that we've done that actually because it feels like you know Liz H continues to live through through Genie the chatbot. Totally. And it's so
2: nice to even know because also, A, I love the Genie because it's like someone personal. And I love human names because it does feel personal. We always try, sometimes come up with ideas for clients to be like, why don't you just create a personality? Yeah. So that, you know, it feels like you're talking to somebody, that there's someone there for you. And I understand that we're in this world of AI and technology and everyone's like, but it's not a person. I'm like, but it just somehow makes it really just feel like human level when it does
0: yeah and you know it's there's so much of us behind genie and you know still while it's in these new iterations there's a lot of manual work going going on in the background Mm. um and yeah we want genie to have a personality we want people to have some fun with it we don't want it to feel like mechanics
2: especially after you've built up this agency we built up Liz H for so many years your, your mother first and then you you don't want to lose that what no. everyone loves you for yeah that warmth yeah, yeah. that yeah. personable nature yeah, yeah.
0: It, it was the warmth that we wanted to get across so um I guess Jeannie was sort of born out of many of the injustices that we felt were rife in the freelance world um and act I suppose as a talent agent so yeah. that's kind of how we you know, we, we believe Genie operates is a talent agent with some AI to power it up. Mm. Um, and there'll be more of that as, you know, the new iterations come in and the new features that we want it to have come in. But yeah, it was, it was how, can we, how can we get the talents back and make it better, a better world mm. for them. So that means bringing the work to you, really understanding Um, your creative passions and what you want to get out of of your career Um, and stop you guys having to tout yourselves out there on the plethora of platforms yeah Um, and okay there's you know it's good that I guess those platforms have kind of democratized it for people but at the same time it is competitive You do want to stand out and actually we want to take some of that pain away of actually finding a job and bring those interesting projects to you. And you know that you can get on with the the nice bit of creative work that you're Completely absorbed in without that's having to think job. that's actually your job without <laughs> having to constantly worry and stress and think what's yeah. around the corner, what's next week going to hold that's exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's like a dream it's come a true, yeah.
1: yeah, 100%. And 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 if someone wants to get onto Genie, how can they go about doing that?
0: So they can get in touch with one of the founders. So, um, the founders are myself, Nick Grime, Nikki Badenock, and Christian Hartman, Amazing. and between us. We cover creative strategy, account management, business directing, and we are also building design.
2: Amazing. Wow,
1: that's uh, phenomenal. And, uh, and what is the process of someone, so they contact you and then what happens from there?
0: So it's still an invitation only platform. So yeah, we, I mean, while we can, and while we are still growing, we meet people. Um, and we get to know you, and then there's a form, there's a little form that you fill out that asks you some questions about yourself, which um, is
1: amazing as well. I pulled it out the other day, and it was brilliant. The questions were just so unique; it was nothing I'd ever been asked on, oh, on a website before. It was great, yeah. Yeah, really so
0: cool. so we d- again we didn't want it to feel like a boring old form. We wanted it to kind <laughs> of, you know make you think about yourself because creatives are great at um doing what they what they're good at, but they are.
2: Terrible Terrible
0: sellers. They're terrible at promoting themselves. Yeah. So hopefully those questions were fun to answer and then... That's what we use to create your profile.
1: Exactly. Oh, that word. It was brilliant.
0: Yeah, we actually
2: spoke to um, Stephanie Sword-Williams on Sunday. And she's exactly, we are terrible at promoting ourselves. Yeah. And she is yeah. actually there to help that. So it is so good that the questionnaire actually yeah. really helps you think about how to sell yourself. Yeah. And then Jeannie can learn better of how to sell you. Yes. Which is the whole point. Yeah. Totally. I
1: think what I was most surprised about was how you use uh, Messenger, the Messenger app as the platform for contacting people. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, with the next iteration, we'll be moving it away from Facebook. Okay. Um, what but made you go with Facebook to start? We, we went with Facebook to start because of the messenger service and-
2: um, It's already set
1: up, isn't it's it? Already it's already set yeah. up,
0: exactly. And so, but but with, with the new iteration, we're moving it into um, something called AWS, which is the Amazon awesome ah, platform okay. so that will allow us to it uh it will be it will be an app but that you will also be able to use um you don't have just have to use messenger it could be you know it could be whatsapp it could be it will Brilliant. be ag- agnostic in terms of the mes- oh, messenger cool.
2: service.
0: yeah yeah so that that's coming yeah
1: um I guess maybe a good question to follow on with this is what has the response been so far?
0: We have had an amazing response so far. Um, yay! Yay! <laughs> the most exciting end of last year was that we landed investment. So, oh, uh, brilliant! It, well done. So to have that backing behind us yeah. has been a huge relief and has allowed us to kind of plow on with all the all the ambitions we have. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems that users love it and. You know, as I say the, the more the more they interact with it and the more we we learn um we can hopefully make it better and better but yeah we've got some amazing clients signed up we've got a mixture of agencies and brands oh wow
2: oh great so, so for in-house as well as yeah. like an agency that's great
0: yeah and um and we've had hundreds of briefs so far we have a 100 percent success rate in terms of Really, Later in, in terms of coming wow. up with yeah the, in in it, in genie finding people for a brief, um, so that's been great. We've had um, yeah, I mean we've had we've helped agencies win pitches. We've worked on new product launches. I think the quality of the briefs has been immense, and so far so good. I think if we continue like this. Um, it will be the product that we really want it to be. It will be yeah. market leading. It's really incredible
2: where Genie is going and, and has taken already. And I guess, what's your ambition for it further?
0: Okay, well, we, you know, we set out to make the freelance world better um, for the talent as it seems that really no one had kind of got their back. Yeah. Um. So I guess the ambition for Genie is to really I guess decodify and unravel all the learnings and the, you know the the twenty five years of headhunting experience that we've had at Liz H and create a genuine AI talent agent
1: that's amazing I think that it's like bringing that human nature isn't it that twenty five years of experience of dealing with human beings and pulling that into AI that's not a small task at
2: all no it's a no, small it's a,
0: it's a journey yeah.
2: <laughs> totally and in a, in a really really great one because i think it it's everything you've spoken about is everything that is all the issues we deal with all the time that it's just solved in this beautiful yeah. way it's so real so real
1: okay so to wrap up and kind of bring things to a close um what is one piece of advice for creatives that could help them put their best foot forward um so that you can sort of put them
0: forward for jobs I tell you what I think creatives are really another thing they're not good at is writing a bio good point I think because Genie requires you to have a bio well it's not just for Genie it's actually just for your portfolio yes true true I think
1: would you say people should write them in the first or the second person (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's Because sometimes I write them in the second no. person. Someone's like, I would have really loved it if you just write in the first person, like, you're being, Hey,
0: I'm Harriet. This is what I do. No, I Harriet Stockwell. But Harriet Stockwell whatever, is in you know, a middle age. age. Whatever, whatever feels natural. Really. Whatever feels natural. Some people take the Mickey out of it being in the third person and make that thing. Yes. Know, that's funny. I think you I think just be being authentic and writing something about you. Being true to yourself. Be true, yeah 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 do you have any
2: examples of the best way a creative actually has promoted themselves
0: we have seen it all i think um from um sending weekly weather reports yes love that with the sun and the rain representing the days they have work and the days they don't have work um we have had you know giphys of fire engines putting out fires (laughs) we've had um, we've even had you know, when people come in and see us, we've had such an array of portfolio demonstrations. We've had people unraveling a concertina portfolio that went around the whole of the oh, like, my, like, walls. Oh, no, my, um, yeah, that was pretty unforgettable. Um, oh, we've had all sorts of things, but I mean, yeah, it's different. Ev- everyone's different, yeah. yeah, that's what we love, totally. So
1: <laughs> how can we go about getting in contact with you if we want to sign up to Liz H or Jeannie? How can we uh, reach out?
0: Yeah, well, get in touch with me. So that's bonnie at meetjeannie.co.
1: And what about your
0: Instagram? Instagram? Yeah, follow us on Instagram. It's at MeetGenie
2: awesome perfect and, and it is great to follow we've been following and there's so much good content yeah there's, so. it's
1: amazing all the different freelancers posting stuff and it's it's incredible yeah um, we have
0: we have a little um a little sort of ongoing campaign so we invite our genies or our new genies to come and be our fresh eyes so everyone gets to see the world through their fresh eyes lens that's so awesome. cool, that's it's been so fun, yeah. It has been fun, you it been do fun. It. and
1: it's such a great way to promote your talent as well and just give them like a little a stage, really.
0: Yeah,
1: um, also that's genie spelled g e n i e, That's so right. meet genie,
0: yeah. Great, thank you, thank you. We're gonna do
2: a little something at the end, which basically we do at the end of all of our um uh, recordings. Is it's called a winsome and dim sum, okay, and basically. A winsome is a high that you've had this week or lately, and a dim sum is when you've had a really crappy time. Um, <laughs> any yeah. low that you've had. Any low you've had. Uh, we eat dim sum normally, so <laughs> either I love one everyone's we- <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves. Everyone dim loves sum. Dim sum. There's
1: dim sum to suit everyone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so my winsum is I just have the best coffee shop underneath my house, and it's such a small thing, but I'm currently not working, which is my dim sum, probably, but the win sum is I go into this coffee shop every morning, they know me, they know what I like, and yesterday I walked in, and the guy who served me, Jack, who's so lovely, he was like, what time do you call this? And it was 11am, and I felt like, oh! person knows me and I'm meaning I'm meaningful in this world even though I have no work
0: recognized you. I'm
2: recognized and I think I've been stuck in my home for like the whole week trying to hustle for work mm. and it's just so nice to get out go get this really delicious coffee at Popham's is the bakery uh and they know me and I just felt like okay that's a winsome for me The small things in life I love it it is yeah. it's a little things
1: it's yeah small things
0: did he get your coffee right? Yes, <laughs> always, every time. Oh, they do, they make good coffee. So what was yours this week So
1: my win sum for this week is that I'm working at an agency with an amazing freelance art director at the moment. So she's more like an EC, well, she's more like a creative director, I guess, but she's been in the game for 18 years wow. freelancing in London. And I just am um, amazed with her. And she she's so knowledgeable and so upbeat and energetic and she hasn't lost in 18 years she hasn't lost this drive and enthusiasm for the creative world and I just think it's awesome and I'm really excited to to work with her and learn from her and um I guess my dim sum is I'm working there as a designer instead of an art director which just with this particular agency is what they always hire me for um and it's not anything that I'm going to be able to put in my portfolio it's oh. just it makes me sad yeah but it is what it is and it pays the bills, and yeah, we've got to be grateful for what we've got when it yeah. comes in. So, Bonnie, Me. what <gasps> is your winsome and what
0: is your winsome? I guess my sum might be, this sounds quite cheesy as well, but like coming back to work on a Monday when you've had two weeks or whatever it was over Christmas off to just eat food and chill, yeah, the best. Um, I thought it was going to be hard, but actually coming in on Monday and... You know reuniting with the the other three founders um having had that break it was it was awesome because this is like the start of a new year and the start of a new business, and we came back kind of all excited Amazing. and you know having got the investment, it just felt like this is gonna be a super exciting year and you know, that that just sort of surprised me. That sort of first Monday back at work in January, and it was great. That's oh, awesome. Fantastic. I'm even getting teary. Harry's crazy. I just think
2: like a Monday morning. Oh epic-ness. my goodness. Yeah. Well so excited. So my uh,
0: my dim sum Yeah, what's your dim sum? <laughs> Harriet's gonna also cry. So like the reality of uh Realising I had to do a tax return. Oh. And now, uh, now, I've 31st got of two January, to do. people. Yeah. So um, that wasn't so good. And I still haven't done it. Oh. Just hanging but over But you've got time, you've got time. But I've got time. 31st yeah, exactly. of January.
2: Yeah. Oh. But time ticks, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that it's is. a reality killer. check. It's yeah.
1: tough. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Bonnie. Thank you
2: so much for having no, me. No, thank you. We learned so much, and I think it's going to be so great. And... We just wish you all the best for Genie, And we can't wait thank to you. get jobs. No, I can't
0: wait for you to be part of that. Yeah, thank oh, you. Thanks so much.
2: Thanks so much, guys, for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast, and drop us a DM if you've got any topics you'd like us to discuss or you got any questions. And if you'd like to hire us as a creative team, drop us a line, Podcast at gmail.com.